Hey friends, welcome to the Sustains Podcast with Wambo and Priscilla. Thank you for tuning in again. I really appreciate all you guys listening. It's so beautiful. You know, I checked um, the demography of um, Just Us Things podcast this morning and I was shocked to see that the Philippines have joined the number of countries listening to Just Us Things podcast. I don't take this for granted. It's such a privilege to be able to speak to persons in different nations outside Nigeria. So someone reached out to me and said I should give him a shout out in my next podcast. I will not call his name because uh, his country is already represented amongst the you know audiences and the country. So I think there are about 12 nations right now. So I want to give a big shout out to those listening from Nigeria, listening from the USA, United Arab Emirates, from Ghana, from um, South Africa, from um, Finland, yes, from Canada, from Turkey, from Germany, from the Philippines, from Ukraine. Where is Avena mentioned? You guys are just the best. I think you are from Kenya. You guys are the best. Thank you for making Just Us Things podcast your listening to podcast. Thank you so much. So, we are still on this series. I just want to check if I've not mentioned any country. Okay. Seems I haven't. Okay, well, if I didn't mention any country, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for always listening to Just Us Things podcast. So today we are continuing on this series dealing with sexuality struggles and coincidentally, fortunately, the sixth episode is going to cover on the practical steps to deal with sexuality struggles because that's the title. But I actually changed it to dealing with your sexuality struggle, dealing with your sexual struggle as different or as variant to the serious topic or the serious title. So we're going to be looking at how to deal with your sexual struggle. And last on the last episode I had to point out um, how one can identify their struggles and what struggle you actually have sexually. So if you're able to recognize your sexual struggle, it will be easier to deal with it. Now, all of the steps I'm going to be mentioning today, most of them are practical for every sexual struggle. Yeah, because sometimes sexual struggles start with lust, you know, lustful thoughts, lustful desires. Lust is you know, what you what you have seen, what you have conceived to be you know pleasurable for you but naturally lust is gratifying flesh gratifying sexual desires or just gratifying selfish desires it's all about self 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 so most of the sexual sins or these sexual struggles are usually originated from lust usually originated from lustful ideas lustful thoughts you know sometimes some people will just think ah what if i do this particular thing i saw and funny enough subtly or subtly, um, sexual immorality is being propagated in our, our social media platforms, on YouTube, on WhatsApp, Instagram. You know, 
persons you know there are some friends you have on your contact list and i have not mentioned this throughout this podcast but there are some friends you have on your contact list and all they post are sensual content all they post are very sensitive content and you know when you look at this person's status or when you look at this person's status of it's a day you are you know there's tend to be like a corruption you know after praying after your normal day-to-day consecration just okay let me go on whatsapp and just check probably you might have muted this status or you might have put the status on mute but coincidentally unfortunately just tapped on it that's when you know that satan is really after you especially when you are dealing with these sexual issues or these sexual struggles so satan will bring all manner of temptation so for that your friend that keeps posting stuff like that you can just ask the friend kindly gently say please I don't want to stop you from posting your content, but please, can you hinder me from viewing your status or can you just block me? Because the only way you can stop seeing their status is, is when, yeah, they don't even have to block you. Yeah, there's a, there are options for status up, uh, up there. Just tell them, go to status settings. Then they should go, they should change it from everyone to everyone except, yes. So they should go and tag you as the except so that you will not be seeing those things, you know. So these are, ways to deal with these struggles it may sound funny that you want to be excluded from seeing someone's status but it will save you a lot of stress so the other day whatsapp updated their futures and they introduced channels and you know how social media works most of these channels that you would see that are growing and flourishing on these social media platforms as secular channels or secular platforms and you know these secular platforms they will keep promoting nudity you keep promoting sensitive and sexual content so if you're one who has gone to quickly update your whatsapp or update your whatsapp please i'm begging you guard against those channels guard against those contents it's very important because don't give satan room don't entertain the flesh see give no room for flesh give no room for sin in your mind now you may sound that okay these things are just simple things now ah, i didn't know chinese ah, what what how does china got to do with me not doing sexuality struggles some people will say ah, just pray and fast 40 days ah you know go on dry fasting seven days three days and that spirit of immorality or lost will die well hmm, from what i have seen so far straight seven days three days fast dry fasting doesn't work for everybody the persons I have seen who would like fast almost throughout the year because of masturbation or dealing with lust or pornography and after coming from the secret place you know they because of one movie like that that their friends is discussing that ah oh my just came outside though looking at the trailer they just jump on it without knowing the full content of that video or knowing the full content of that movie or from seeing that movie you see they fall back to their corruption now fasting is not the issue praying is not the issue but it's how much of you is being changed in the process and also your discipline you know solica and spiritual discipline you have to discipline yourself because the spirit that god has given us is not for timidity but of power sign mind and self-control so if you are fasting and praying and you are praying wrongly or you are just beating around the bush without telling the holy spirit i think i encountered one so the guy told me that he's been praying he's been studying the bible so i asked him what are you studying he said he's studying old testament old testament to deal with sexuality struggles no 
it's in the New Testament that Apostle Paul gives remedy. The, the, you know, the apostles gave remedy on how to do with some of these things. Even Timothy, yes. So, if you want to read on how to deal with these things, there are books that have been strategically written to root out this problem. So, while you are praying and fasting, what do you do? And even as you are praying and fasting, do you give your weakness to the Holy Spirit? Do you give the root or the origin or the origin of your problem to the Holy Spirit? Do you ask Him to deal with it, to deal with your weakness, to give you strength where you are weak? Because the Bible said in James chapter four, verse seven, that we should submit to ourselves to God and in submission he said we'll be able to resist the devil and he will flee so there is no way you can keep resisting pornography keep resisting the urge to masturbate or keep resisting the urge to fornicate or live a sexual immoral life if you are not submitted to God so as you are praying and fasting submit your sexuality to God submit yourself to God you know let be sincere before God. God helps sincere people. Don't deceive yourself. That you just probably you are fasting and praying to just the people that have fasted and prayed. But this thing ought to change you. It ought to cause we have we ought to see a reflection of the secret place in you as you are going to the secret place. But some people they just go there because they want to hit a certain track record that they fasted or that they've prayed. So it should not be like that. We should see a change. We should see it. So we should see that indeed. The power of God to help you work in sexual wholeness is at work, is effective. You know, um, similarly, um, Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter four, chapter 7, verse 14 to 25, that he knows that his human nature will always cause him to sin. Not that he wants to sin, but because he's in this world, because you keep seeing things. Probably, let's say, if it was by mistake, you stumbled into nude or you stumbled into naked pictures or you just stop holding to something that would arouse you sexually or trigger that sexual struggle again let's say it was by mistake and you know you have your human component and the same full system still very much alive in this world not much as you're in this world apostle paul said there are moments where he cannot resist those things but he had to recognize that he cannot deal with it on his own terms or on his own strength so what did he recommend he said you need the Holy Spirit to empower you daily, to renew you daily. Even in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. So we need daily renewal. By, you know, we need transformation or daily transformation by the we need transformation by the daily renewal of our minds. So you can be transformed from sexual struggles to sexual wholeness. You can be transformed from sexual immoralities to sexual wholeness, to living a pure life, to living a holy life, to having your mind pure. You can it can happen for you but the holy spirit has to be at work in you has to empower you so that's why you are praying and fasting to invite the holy spirit to give you strength where you are weak to invite the holy spirit to you know come heed every members of your body unto righteousness and unto purity so another thing it's um i'm just bringing all of these things as backgrounds to is because it is actually relatable some persons when they have prayed and fasted and they are seeing progress in their work or seeing progress in them coming out from these sexual struggles, they start to give room for Satan again, or they start to give room for these struggles to come back. How do they do that? You see, sometimes these things enter through movies. You know, you keep seeing series of movies. I'm not saying seeing movies are wrong. Like I said in my last podcast, sometimes I'm under the authority of the Holy Spirit. Don't see this thing. Don't see that thing unless I allow you. It's not because they are bad. No definitely there will be lessons there for you to learn 
but then how well has your mind been built against corruption like how well has your mind matured how well has your spirit matured to to be like how well is it fortified against these things because they are ferried doubts believe it or not satan would use anything to get at you they may be innocent movies like they'll just start from oh in the romantic movie they didn't kiss though they didn't do anything um, sensual or whatever but it's a romantic movie it can start from there or it could be with that particular site where you visit to see movies or watch movies like netflix you know netflix now you know what they are what they keep advertising or campaigning about on their on their on their um on their app so seemingly little things like that that you may feel like they don't matter innocent things like that they can suddenly that's how satan took adam and eve out of the garden innocently just asked eve a question instead of eve to follow and bank on the instruction of god she just lost her guard because serpent said you become as wise as god so it's the same way satan will innocently start introducing these things to you that you have long probably while you were praying the holy spirit gave you a consecration don't see movies in the next one month and even though you're going to see movies there are certain kind of movies you would see but because you feel like oh you've reached a certain height spiritually and you've dealt with this struggle entirely you now give satan room to innocently introduce those things they come in innocently before you know you have started seeing movies again you know in your mind ah, i'm above this no even though 10 ladies are naked before me and nothing will happen yes nothing will happen to you but something will happen to your mind it may not happen to you immediately it may not happen to you in the next one month or the next two months but just give it time keep seeing it keep seeing it before you know it you are back to what you were dealing with so for you who have gained grounds in dealing with all of these things please stay away from movies if it's up if it's possible stay away from movies for like a year two years it will not kill you i'm telling you, you will not die if you do not see movies you will not die if you do not see those um those nude scenes you will not die if you know avoid it completely like evangelist Lawrence would say if hugging is if hugging will put you in trouble extend the hand of handshake or extend a fellowship of handshake with that sister or with that brother i was telling uh, a group of people a story i think on thursday yeah this last uh, this thursday that just passed we're having bible study so i was telling them of this, the story of a woman who i'm giving all of these background stories because it will be as they will help some persons deal with their struggles before i highlight all of the practical steps i want to give and i will explain them briefly yeah, because time is already going i don't want to spend more than 25 minutes on this podcast but god helping me let's see how it goes yeah so i was giving the background story telling them on thursday that there was a particular lady who had closed from church then a a guy approached her and was telling her that oh he liked her ministration in church that he would like to know god more that is a new member so the woman just kept a distance from him he thought that probably something was wrong with him because she told him oh no nothing is wrong with you but i have to keep my distance because you are my speaker the kind of guy that you know i'm attracted to sexually so please keep your distance because he was like me i'm a married woman so anything that will make me fall you know she's a minister of god yes she's firebrand she speaks in tongues she's married but then she knows the capacity of her flesh she knows the limitation of her emotions her feelings and her flesh so it's the same thing for you stop telling yourself that you are in Daboski. stop telling yourself that you are a power ranger stop telling yourself that you are iron man that nothing can touch you that you would you know you will, you will dust it off your chest like odeshi 
Uh, if you're not Nigerian, it means like um, bulletproof. It will not happen. It's not enter you. It's a lie. Oh. Mm, it's a lie. It's a very big lie. Because Satan knows how to, you know, subtly, yeah, if he could deceive Adam and Eve out of the garden, he can deceive you out of your destiny. He can deceive you out of your inheritance. It's the same way the strange woman operates in Proverbs chapter 7. She uses intelligence. She uses seduction. She uses persuasion. Ah, that woman is very wise. The way she will call you, to, she knows that you have, she will go to a certain place. The Bible says she goes to, she goes to the street or she goes to the marketplace that she's waiting for every foolish young man foolish the other or other transitions we use on wise young men she waits in a manner where she knows that these people are tired or they are starved of you know sexual intimacy probably in their marriage as well uh i think this this just came in <laughs> this just came in this this just came in you know where people are having um, starvation sexually in their marriage so the strange woman knows the strange woman knows who you know, will be her victim. So she'll go and lay in, wait for you. So it's the same way Satan knows how to catch you. So you are the one t- deceiving yourself that you will not fall. So this particular lady told this man, this young man, that please, oh, I cannot talk to you. Because he was like trying to look and say, I need help to understand this and this about God, Bible study, fellowship. So she told him, he said, okay, wait first. She had to call another Christian brother who was her church member and say, please, sir, because she was not attracted to that one. Like, you know, now they are brothers, uh, and sisters in Christ. So she just called down and said, please help me handle this fair brother. And so she told him, bye-bye. So the boy was like, ma, I will see you next Sunday. And she was like, no, it's not me you would see. You know, that was caution. She took caution for her destiny. She took caution for her life. So it's the same thing with you. If movies are what draw you down, if it's um, sensual conversations that draw you backwards or just take you back to the sinful uh, nature or the sexual sin, if it's what you're entertained, let's say you see people where, let's say, okay, you're in a relationship and your girlfriend or your boyfriend dress in a manner that arouses you, whatever, anything at all that causes an arousal, please, you see those things, pluck them off, just take them away. The Bible said in um, Matthew chapter 5, verse 29, it said, If your right eye causes you to sin, say, pluck it off. It doesn't mean you should literally pluck it off. But you see those things that draws you to that sin. See, quickly, don't waste time. Quickly drop them off. Quickly cut them off and say, Hey, you stay here. You have no business with me anymore. Just drop them. And how do you drop them? Go to God about it and say, God, look at what is going on. Since it's not like God doesn't know, God knows, but sincerely go to Him. Let Him help you. You know, just be sincere and say, God, look at this particular person is making me sin. What should I do? What do I do? How can I avoid this thing? He will give you the wisdom to do it. At one time, I had to advise a young man. I said, Please, if this particular girl you are seeing, probably when she's around you, you always sin against God sexually. Please avoid that for like a month. Pray over yourself. And he did it and it worked for him. So please avoid those things that, you know, they may not look like hmm, they put you in trouble, but innocently, gradually, they will put you in trouble. So the first thing I want to highlight here for those who want to deal with their struggles, because someone reached out to me, I think, yeah, was it Tuesday or Monday? It should be Tuesday. So he was like, um, no, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. He was like, um, how does one receive the mercy of god you know from masturbation and every other sexual sin and secondly 
um, does God still use these people that have been that uh, have struggled sexually or have lived in sexual immorality before? What was the third question again? Um, what was the third question? I cannot remember the third question right now. But there were three questions like that. So I told him, I said, yes, definitely. You can receive the mercy of God. It's just like the same way you, you know, make your altar call, salvation call and say, God, have mercy upon me or have sinned, you know. Just And I told him, I said, yes, you, you are worthy of God's mercy because he can choose to show you the mercy and choose to show you compassion. But since you are still alive and you are coming out to really know how to go back on track with God, it means that God has chosen to find you worthy of his mercy. Yes. So I told him, I said, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, I said, let us come boldly now before the throne of God. that we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. So the throne of God is where you find mercy. The throne of God is not just for judgment. It's for mercy. You know, it's for grace. Grace means the enablement to live above that previous sin. So you are, you don't just go to God to be forgiven. You go to God to receive the enablement, the empowerment, and the grace to overcome such kind of sin and even more to come. Yes. So yes, God can forgive you. So the first thing to know in dealing with your struggles is that God does not hate you. No, God does not hate you. That is one thing you should know. But he hates sin. Yeah, so the first thing you should recognize is that God loves you. And he's willing to, you know, to forgive you. God can see you. God can and we forgive you. Yes. So when you have this mindset that, oh, it is sin that God hates. It is not me. So ah, you can go to God, drop the sin before him, and then progress in your relationship with him. Look at Adam and Eve when they had eaten the forbidden fruit, when God told them not to eat it. When Jesus, when God came to have fellowship with them, he already knew because God is omniscient. He already knows that Adam and Eve had disobeyed him or they had sinned. But instead, instead of asking them, why did you disobey me? Why have you sinned? Remember, this is number one. In dealing with your sexual struggles, recognize that God can and will forgive you that god loves you but he hates sin yeah so when adam and eve when god came to the garden of, of eden to ask you know to fellowship with adam and eve again he knew that they had sinned but he did not ask them why did you sin he asked adam where are you where's your wife it is time for fellowship if that is the mistake that most believers make they just once they have Hey, probably it was by like I said before, it was by mistake. You stumbled into it and you fell into the sin again. Instead of them to go back to the place of fellowship and confess their sins to God and ask God for help, probably sometimes God will ask you to go and confess your sin to a friend or to a neighbor, or to your pastor, or to your fellowship president, or to a fellow Christian. The reason why He will ask you to confess that sin is because that person will be able to help you, or probably God has given the person their wisdom and the counsel to help you out at that moment don't be shy don't be afraid because if god really hates you or he wants to see you condemned he will not allow you he will not ask you to come to his presence he will not even ask you where are you he will ask you immediately what have you done so sometimes when we sin against god you see and we are finding it difficult to go back to him sometimes what our conscience tells us is contrary to the love of god look at when the lost sheep wandered out of the flock, out of the flock out of the fold when he was made in 19 and one was left in the bush jesus did not say "Ah, uh-uh, why are you so careless that you left us no jesus christ went after him and said come 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 you lost your will 
do you understand so god will not god is not like your biological parents or god is not like your your you know those authorities over you who would ask you oh yeah look at upon all your spiritual stamina you still fear god is not like that no god will first clean you up and after cleaning you up after asking you where you are you come and ask you ah why did you do this then you're like look at what happened it's like okay that is where sincerity comes in so when you've not told god it's not like god did not know why god knows but just tell him you know be sincere with him and look at what happened and god will be like okay now this is how to deal with it go to so and so or look at what you will do look at the spiritual exercises you will do to come out of it yes so god is that merciful so take your eyes off the fat take your take your your mind off those judgmental thoughts it is satan who is accusing me it's not god because god is loving and if he has chosen to show you mercy and compassion you should be grateful and quickly run back to his hands because the bible said draw near to god why or yes why he's near or seek god why he's near yes because you may keep wondering or keep hesitating to come out of your struggles thinking that everybody is lost in the struggle or thinking that people will condemn you or you'll be judged is it's for me it's better that people stigmatize you or condemn you and you come out of the struggle than for you to remain in the struggle because even the bible said in romans chapter 8 there's one that there's therefore now no condemnation to them who are in christ jesus so it is better that even though it is privately or secretly you reconcile back to god and people are still looking at you as that person who is struggling it does not matter don't pay attention to the accusation don't pay attention to the stigmatization don't pay attention to the past pay attention to the fact that christ does not condemn you and he has given you a new future so the second point here in in dealing with struggle is that you should recognize your biological sexuality accept it and appreciate god for it and also find purpose yes you know for you who is struggling with you know your sexuality let's say gender orientation or gender ideologies probably are thinking that you are male but you have a female body or you probably you are female but you have a male body let me tell you accept your biological sexuality that is accept that you are a biological male and live in that biology live in that sexuality don't try and change anything because it was god who created you as a biological male or created you as a biological female so he knows what he wants to do with your life so instead of trying to become gay or trying to change your gender or your ideology or sexuality accept it yes accept it and appreciate god for it it may it may be difficult because people would you know make fun of you or make mockery of you and say you're supposed to be there supposed to be that but don't pay attention to them because it's not them that created it is god who created you and he did not make any mistake so accept what god has created and appreciate god for it appreciation gratitude it gives no room like it gives less room for worry for depression or for you know anxiety just makes you excited just makes you you know full of peace and the joy of the lord so appreciate god for your sexuality and also in the midst of the struggle find purpose seek god you know ask god why have you made me like this there must be a reason probably there are a thousand or a millions of persons who are struggling the way you are struggling it could be that god wants you to be a voice you know to reach out to them for them to live wholesome sexuality and be able to find purpose live a fulfilling life and will love god it could be that god wants to use you for that agenda so don't 
throw your sexuality away or don't you know give in to sin right? probably because people are telling you that you're supposed to be a different gender different from what god has created you to be so the third point here before i go into other more practical steps is ask god for help to be empowered by the holy spirit you know ask god for help ask him to help you the book of james says that if any of you lack anything you should ask god because god is a generous giver god is a liberal giver so you may lack strength you may lack the grace to have overcome sin you may lack the strength you know to overcome all of the temptations you may even lack the the grace to flee from immorality or flee from every appearance of evil so because you know that humanly speaking ordinarily speaking you can overcome it ask god for help every single day as you wake up every morning and say god even as i go out guide me guide my day you know as you have prayed those general prayers come down to the specific area you know that you are going to work or you are going to a particular place you would see things that would arouse the lost or arouse you sexually to live to know to fall back to sin then ask god for help on that you say god even as i go out today and even though satan will throw the fairy darts of lust immorality at me please help me to overcome give me the grace you know meditate on scripture that talks about you know um grace to live in purity to live in holiness meditate on scriptures pray the scriptures over you so that it becomes a part and parcel of your mind that is so even when you see these temptations you are able to speak the word of god over your heart and you see immediately that temptation flees like it you know it just goes away so that is the power of you know the god the, the word of god that's the power of asking asking for the help of god that's the power in the help of god and the holy spirit ask him to empower you you know and the holy spirit will be the one to remind you of the scripture so if you don't study the scripture if you do not pray to god if you do not even invite the holy spirit to help you there is no way you can overcome those temptations so if you are already drowned in the temptation ask god for help if you're already drowned in the sin go to god ask him to take you see there is no sin too dirty or too deep that jesus cannot rescue you from look at the thief who was condemned to death on the cross at that moment where he asked god where he asked jesus to take him to paradise he was saved instantly so you just have to believe that god can save you you just have to believe that he can deliver you from the parting spirit he can deliver you from inexperience he can deliver you from gazing he can deliver you from homosexuality he can deliver you from everything that even the most gruesome gross and most nauseating sexual activities that you've engaged yourself in he can forgive you no sin is too deep no sin is too rare like exactly that he cannot make white as you know as heap soap or as white as snow no god can cleanse you so go to him for help so moving on to the most practical aspects of dealing with sexuality struggles someone reached out to me the other day and he was like ah fasting also helps in dealing with sexual struggles yeah it does although i hardly mentioned them because we're coming to the point now you know fasting you know fasting is just like you are depriving your your body you're depriving your flesh of the pleasure you don't want to feed it that is fasting you know and you are you are sorry you are allowing the holy spirit to 
gain full expression in your life yeah but for some persons who fast they do not take you know uh, the advantage of that period most of them they just do it to while away time some people while they are fasting they are still seeing movies some people while they are fasting they are still having those sexual and sensitive conversations some people while they are fasting they you know they still go on social media and look at those things so sometimes fasting is not as effective as it ought to be but please when you go on fasting take away everything that would distract your fasting take away everything that would you know that is the trigger of your sexual struggle take them away while you are fasting so fasting helps you know it depends on how much god wants you to fast it depends on the duration he has asked you to fast but fasting helps and do it with all sincerity of your heart the bible describes the kind of fasting that god accepts in Isaiah 58 yes so ensure that you are doing it with the whole of your heart you are doing it to you know to deal with these struggles and pull out take away all of the triggers yeah so secondly flee from every appearance of evil and immoral sexual desires flee from it you know that's where spiritual and solical discipline comes in where you where you have to by yourself without this time around without the Holy Spirit telling you take out those trash take out those garbage stop feeding on nudes stop feeding on porn stop feeding on just deliberately make a decision flee 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 and like I said before in the beginning you need the Holy Spirit and you need him to empower you with the strength and the grace to run away from immorality to run away from sin the bible said in second timothy 2 verse 23 says run away from youthful lust pursue righteousness faith love peace with those believers who call on the lord out of a pure heart so if you are if you must be a believer you must one you must be one with a pure heart and if you are going to be one with a pure heart you have to pursue after righteousness you have to pursue after faith you have to pursue after love and peace and run away from youthful lust so run away from that sexual desire run away from every appearance of evil so thirdly cut off okay i think this is the sixth point because i mentioned three other points before so this is the sixth point so sixthly cut off and pull out from whatever that generates lust or whatever that generates sexual sin whatever that triggers the sexual struggles and the desires so why are you struggling sexually pull out from it deal with it like just cut it off completely if it's going to see that boy or see that girl then call cut it off completely if you are a married person and you keep having um, sensitive conversations with people of the opposite sex who are not married please stop it you know give it distance like i gave the story of that uh, pastor missus she just told that guy please stay on your own he had to draw back and call another person to attend to him so things like that they may sound very funny but you know you want to help your soul you have to help yourself like that's why i said you have you have you also have a a part to play you have to be consciously and personally disciplined yes cut off cut off those things that trigger and generates the lost and the sexual struggles now like I gave this illustration before, Matthew 5, verse 29. If your right eyes, so if your right eye makes you stumble and leads you to sin, 
tear it out and throw it away. That is, remove yourself from the source of temptation. Remove it. He said, for it is better for you to lose one part of one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You understand? So if it's your eyes that keep seeing those things, or probably it's the clothes that you wear that you know, I don't know anything at all that can be the movie, can be the conversation. Now it's your ear that is hearing it, but it will corrupt you. It will corrupt you. Before you know it, you start doing those things you start like i said before as a man takes things that who is he so it starts from conversation it starts from what you hear it starts from what you see then later it moves on to building you know start being the building block of your soul your heart like protein is the building block of our body so we have our bodies are not built without protein because in the same way your soul is not built without the content that it is fed with so if it keeps being fed with sexual content or lossful content, then that forms your soul. That forms the content of your soul. You've already built your soul on this sexual immoral content. So cut it off completely. Cut off the conversations. You can take a break from that friend. In fact, you can cut off from the friend completely if you know that you would stumble into sin or you'll fall back to sin. So seven point here is pull out from every sinful relationship that isn't intentional about glorifying God. So if you are dating someone and the person keeps demanding for sexual, you know, intercourse, that keeps demanding for all of those things, notes, your nude, your nude pictures, your whatever at all, pull out from that relationship. It's not a godly one and it's not even healthy for you. That is that is the first point that will tell you that that relationship is not of God and it will lead you into destruction. The Bible said, do not be equally, be not, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And I like how. Uh, uh, Darasimi uh, Gombo Oyo puts it that is Evangelist Lawrence Oyo's wife she was like the scripture where it says do not be unequally you with unbelievers or something that is only for unbelievers she said that there are some Christians who are like unbelievers like, and I keep saying it these unrepentant believers they go to church they are Christian yes they go to church they are church goers but they are not repentant the Holy Spirit has not done a thorough work in them they still have know these elements of pleasure in them they still have these elements of immorality in them so those kind of relationship even though they go to church it doesn't make them christians you ought to know a christian based on what a conviction you have in your spirit that this person it bears witness in your spirit that this person is a christian because they are falling after christ their life is a reflection of the life of christ a reflection of holiness a reflection of purity a reflection of righteousness because christ came to live a righteous life so if they're having this similar i know that yes definitely there'll be temptations no no spiritual man is without blood or veins no in his vessels but please a a christian would not prioritize meeting his sexual needs in a relationship where both of you are not married are both glorifying god so pull out from every relationship that causes you to sin other than glorify God. So 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14, like I said before, being ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion had light with darkness? Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate. That they come out from the sinful relationships, come out from the sexual struggles, come out from those things that causes you to sin sexually, and be ye separate. Separate yourself, like I said before, 
come out if it's possible cut off of the relationship he said say the lord and touch not the unclean thing and i will receive you yeah so number uh eight yes says be mindful of your conversations and company i keep saying this have the right christian communities where you can be accountable and walk in progress yes some people they are afraid of going you see those people who tell you that they are believers but they are not accountable to anybody in church or probably they don't even belong to any church unit where they are reportable so those kind of people eh, run away from them because mm, they are not accountable to god they're not accountable to anybody so be mindful of those kind of people. Be mindful of your conversations as well. The Bible said in Ephesians 4 verse 20, it said, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that is building up. You see, so edifying means build up. So communication is to build you or to destroy you. Even the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33, it said, Do, Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt what good manners. So if communication if our mind is to be used to communicate what is good so that we will be built it means that bad communication does not build us as we ought to be built instead it forms the building block of sin and it what it, it destroys us in the end that it may minister grace unto the hearers so your communication should minister grace to you if you are seeing that most of your conversations or your communication is ministering sin is ministering immorality to you instead of grace so that you'll be edified or beautiful cut off that friendship call of that conversations call of that relationship come out of that company because even the bible said in psalms 1 verse 1 to 2 psalms 1 verse 1 to 2 he says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly for nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of discontful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. Yeah, and lastly, on the seventh or on the eighth um, way to deal with sexuality struggles, yeah, the the, the verse here is okay. This biblical scripture is First Timothy one verse fifteen says, First Peter one verse fifteen says, be as he which had called you but as he which had called you to be holy so be ye holy in all manner of conversation so you you can look at how jesus christ spoke while he was on it his conversations were holy they were pure so lastly genuinely repent and stay in jesus you know if you're a believer repent again go back to god like i said from the onset from that guy who asked the question i can god still be merciful to me as i'm coming out of this thing yes genuinely repent and stay in jesus submit to god and the holy spirit will empower you to daily overcome the lustful desires james 4 verse 7 to it says submit yourself with effort to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw nigh to god and he will draw nigh to you cleanse your hands ye sinners and purify your hearts ye double-minded humble yourselves in the sight of the lord and he will lift you up so humble yourself before god cleanse yourself go to god stay in jesus repent genuinely repent stay in him no submit to him humble yourself that he would always lift you above say and finally 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 to deal with these sinful activities please okay i said this podcast was going to be 25 minutes but this looking at it now is about 44 minutes okay i'm so sorry but for you to actually deal with this thing be sincere before God. 
let him know your struggle don't 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 just cry before god and complain that you are struggling let him know sincerely open up to him and say god this is what i want i need help and for every instruction he gives you please obey them to the later because or obey them to the later because that is where your deliverance lies or that is where your freedom from sexual struggle lies please obey them and also remove from you everything that takes you back to sin like you've seen in scripture it's very clear pull out from those relationships stop those conversations stop going to those sites you know uninstall those applications on your phone focus more on jesus go on social media fast go on movie fast just do everything possible to come out of the struggles and i hope that this podcast has been able this episode has been able to help someone understand how to deal with their struggles and come out of it so i wish your testimony and i'll see you on the next one god bless you guys bye